Tonight, as we do every year, we turn to you, our congregants, to hear of our successes and to ask you to help us continue on our trajectory. We have often had different people in our congregation who have shared their paths with you. People who have suffered loss and found an oasis here at the temple through Kaddish and Minyan. People who have gone on a trip to Israel and had their life transformed. People who had their special needs child celebrate a simcha on this bima. But tonight, as appropriate for our theme for this new year at our temple and throughout the year, we have two people sharing some reflections with you and asking you for your support, who are the epitome of what our future is about. And if you're like me, and knowing most of you in this room, you are, you stay up at night worrying about our future, both the future of the world and in particular the future of the Jewish world and even the synagogue. But to be candid with every one of you, when I meet people like the people who are going to speak to you tonight, it reaffirms my faith in our future. Strong, smart, articulate, moral people who choose with their heart and their decisions to make the world a better place. Some comes from the stock in which they're a part of, and some comes from the neshama, their soul, in which they always make a difference. Tonight, it is an honor for me and for all of you here to hear some words, some reflections, and a request made to all of you by the future leaders of our congregation. And I really shouldn't call them future leaders because they are current leaders of our congregation. It's my pleasure to invite to our bima Ethan Hunter and Sydney Lash. Good evening and happy new year. My name is Ethan Hunter. My name is Sydney Lash. I'm a senior at Northern Valley Demarest High School. We are very honored to be here with you this evening to talk to you about this place and the importance it plays in our development and life today. I am a sophomore at Dwight Englewood School. Although I'm only 16, my family has been affiliated with this synagogue for over 40 years. My grandparents, Lee and Eric Langbaum, joined the temple shortly after they were married. They raised their family at this shul. My mother, Teddy, and my aunt, Samantha, both went to Hebrew school here and were both bat mitzvahed by Rabbi Hertzberg. A couple of months before he passed away, my grandfather, Eric, helped march the Torah from the old synagogue in Englewood to this very building. My parents celebrated their ofraf here before their wedding, and my two brothers and I attended Hebrew school here. Cantor Singer has officiated at, both of, at all of our brises, and Rabbi Kirshner has officiated my brother and my bar mitzvahs. My family and I have been members since 2000 when we moved to New Jersey. Although I have no recollection of this, my parents have told me that during my first time walking into this building at two years old, I commented that I thought this temple was a beautiful house with so many doors. Little did I know that Temple Emmanuel would, would develop into another home for me and have a significant impact on my life. This congregation has been here for my family through so many life events, some exciting and thrilling, and some that were challenging. For me, though, a life transition moment was my first trip to Israel with 72 congregants of our temple 
where many of us celebrated our B'nai Mitzvah, including my friend Ethan and his family. As a result of that trip, and more specifically, a love for this, as a result of that trip, Judaism, and more specifically, a love for the state of Israel have become a large part of who I am today. I've been to Israel two more times since that first trip and absolutely love it. We have traveled there with friends and family and have done many amazing things. During that trip Sydney and I were on back in 2010, Rabbi Kirshner brought our group to a place called Yad Lakashish, where elderly residents learn crafts to help support themselves. I was amazed by the skills of the residents and I decided to return there two years later to collect art supplies for my mitzvah project. Several members of the temple helped me collect donations for Yad Lakashish. My family and I also had the opportunity to work with the Jewish nonprofit called Leket, which has thousands of volunteers working in fields throughout Israel to pick crops, which are then, donating, which are then donated to the hungry people of all faiths. Working with Leket and visiting Yad Lakashish were experiences that I will never forget and have shaped me to be the Jew I am today and hope to be tomorrow. I had a different moment of impact that shaped me, also on the same trip. Saturday afternoon, after Shabbat services, Rabbi Kirshner led a walking tour of Jerusalem. As we crossed a narrow road towards the Prime Minister's home, I saw a haggard-looking man and woman camped out in front of the residence. My family approached gingerly. These two tired-looking people's names were Aviva and Noam Shalit. They were living in a tent across from the Prime Minister's house because their son was kidnapped from within Israel by Hamas terrorists. They wanted to raise awareness for his release. When I saw the panic-stricken look on Gilad's parents' faces as a 12-year-old girl, I couldn't return to the same comfortable life I had been living since I could remember. Before the walking tour, I struggled to keep my jet-lagged eyes open. But after meeting the Shalit family, I couldn't seem to fall asleep. After this transformative trip ended and I returned home, I felt I had to do what I could to help the Shalit family. I created a petition to raise awareness of Gilad's plight, signed by hundreds in our community and by so many of you in this room. I sent these signatures along with letters to the International Committee of the Red Cross, President Obama, and Prime Minister Netanyahu. I was so appreciative to get responses acknowledging our community's efforts to help free Gilad. All these leaders and the organizations I petitioned responded with encouragement and awareness. The day Gilad was released was the day I realized my voice and the voice of our community actually mattered. It was the day I realized my hands and my work can make a difference. Sydney, you're an inspiration to us all and model what Takuno alum or giving back should look like. In my eyes, the Temple Emmanuel community emulates this value in an important way. Whether it is through raising funds or awareness for a worthy cause or through educating our community about events occurring globally or in our area, the temple constantly informs us about issues and encourages attendance at events that seek to make a difference. This past summer, I decided to make a difference. I went on a teen tour to Costa Rica for two weeks focused around community service. My friends and I spent time painting houses and playing with children in one of the poorest areas in Central South America, just outside the capital of Costa Rica. I will never forget working with the children there and interacting with them. We also had the opportunity to give back to the families of the area in a more lasting way. We painted several cardboard and tin homes in the beating Central American heat. This small gesture gave such pride to the residents of the area and offered lasting shelter to their families. 
This also gave me great joy to know that I had an impact on their lives. As a whole, this experience in Costa Rica made me realize how fortunate we are to live here and our responsibility to give back. My time at Temple Emmanuel and the inheritance my family shares with me from their time here encouraged me to make a difference. Ethan, it is you that inspires me and all of us. Last year, we had the honor of meeting Noam Shalit, Gilad's father, when he spoke to our congregation about his painful experience of almost losing his beloved son forever. I felt so honored to be able to have met this man and come full circle to introduce him to our synagogue and share with him our collective efforts that played a very small part in his release. Temple Emmanuel has given us both very much. Besides a bar mitzvah and a Jewish education, this place and its leadership have taught us that we have a chance to shape the world and we can make a difference. Each of us individually and collectively, in Costa Rica, in Israel, and in New Jersey. We are not alone. Like us, we are sure that you have had many memories and experiences that this temple has provided for you and your family. Like us, we are sure that Temple Emmanuel holds a special place in your family's life. Here, we have a place where we can gather as a community, a place to celebrate when times are good and to provide support when times are difficult. It also helps us make a connection with where we fit into the global and local Jewish community. Tonight, we were asked by the president of the board and the rabbi to ask you to consider giving something back to Temple Emmanuel so that it can continue to carry out its mission. Your help will translate to the growth of the young people of our community and shape all of our lives to make an impact for tomorrow. We appeal to you to give what you can of your time, your talents, and your financial support to help the shul make a difference. Some of you will be able to fold over your tab and donate money, and others can give back to Temple Emmanuel in kind through coming to Minyan, volunteering at an event, or donating food or clothing to one of the many drives that the temple runs throughout the year. Or you can do all of the above. Thank you for your generosity. It really does help the shul thrive and touch many of our lives. We wish all of you a meaningful fast and a good final inscription in the Book of Life. Thank you. I think you, uh, you understand what I said now about the future being bright and strong with people who choose to make a difference in their own way, in their own place, how blessed our synagogue is to be the inheritance of leaders like this. And speaking very personally, if my chest was exploding from my kittel with pride, I can only imagine how your parents and grandparents feel in seeing your leadership tonight. And our congregation thanks you, Ethan, and thanks you, Sydney, for tonight, for leading today, and the way in which you always lead us. Yeshur Koach. Ushers are going to make their way up and down the aisle at this point to collect your pledge cards. We want to thank you all in advance for your commitments that you make in any form that you can to our congregation. You know how vital it is to all that we do.